one dollar at a time, 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 time. Josh! It's time now for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolos. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all past episodes, subscriptions, and more. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. And email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. The things this guy will do to stay relevant. My goodness. No one's been talking about him for months. He hasn't been on Pinball Profile in a long time. He used to be on it for like two, three months. No one remembers his name. I do. It was Josh Sharp, and apparently he's the IFPA president I don't know how he's taken a paycheck for what's been done the last few months, but apparently, cha-ching, the money is coming in, and so is our next guest. Hello, Josh. How are you? See, now I'm going back to work while we talk. You disrespect me like that, and I'm going to disrespect you by typing. Here, that's me typing. You hear all that, Jeff? I do. You ready to continue this interview? Yep. Yeah, you're, you're like yep. a movie typer. You know, when you see people type on movies, and they're like, a million miles... And they're not doing actually anything. I'm not doing anything. I actually did not even hit a key for real. You are right. I have been busted. How's it going, man? How's it going? Everything is good and some big, big news for sure with the IFPA. Congratulations. Does this mean the pandemic is over, first of all? It means it's over. It's all done. We're good. It's over. Coast is clear. It means that everything is fine in Texas. So, therefore, the rest of the world needs to follow suit. Haven't they been fine for quite some time? I know when I watched the Blue Jays opener in April, it was like full capacity. I'm like, what world is this? Yeah, man, I think. And it's so funny that you're coming out with this announcement because it was this weekend I saw that Chicago White Sox, Chicago Cubs are allowed full capacity. And then next, I'm like, okay, something's going to happen with the IFPA. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've, I've felt really, really good about our process this whole time, which is I was focused on Illinois and I really looked to our volunteers to help guide our decision and when when our decision was going to be made about reopening you know between the the state reps the provincial reps and the country reps it's just been it's been a pleasure to try to find a way to thread that needle and as i joked when i sent a message earlier to both we have two separate groups you know uh, like forums one for the state and provincial reps and then a separate one for the country reps and you know, somehow I feel like it's like buying a house. Both groups are unhappy with the date we picked. And I feel like that's the best way to get a deal done. You know, if, if one person's happy and one person's not, you didn't do a good job. I want to bring this up now because we're opening things up, I guess. I say we like I'm part of the IFPA. Oh, yeah. I feel like I am. I, some way, somehow you got to change that. The board of directors, like we'll add, we'll people's add president, there. if you wouldn't mind. The ginger. We need the <laughs> ginger representative. Thank you. But... I can say this now because you and I have been talking for quite some time about, you know, where are we at? What's going on? And I'm reading a text from us May 7th. We were at 44% and about 50% was North America. So obviously things in Canada, well, not in Canada, things in Europe and Australia, although I can't imagine there, but other parts of the world were not doing as well as North America. And of that 50%, I think zero was Canada because we were just... You guys are still zero. Yeah. Are we still zero? Still zero. So that means for people listening, our provincial reps are basically looking at the guidelines like everybody else in state reps and country reps. Are we able to open up? And I can say this as we record this on the 7th of June, it is 4.30 in the afternoon, my time. 
We just found out today that as of this Friday in Ontario, we're allowed to have gatherings of 10 people as long as it's outside. So we're, we're still nowhere. <laughs> as long as it, oh, dude, you didn't even tell me that off air. That it, it has to be outside for 10 people? Yep, yep. So that's a lot of outdoor pinball machines. No kidding, man. Uh, Dory Hill campground uh, tournament. They could run that up there. Every machine's going to look like the paint job of old No Fear games, you know, (laughs) (laughs) or Fishtails the Fades. That's right. Replogle's fine playing his Fishtails in the river. It's funny. I'm trying to think what's safer, him having power in a river playing in rubber boots. and Oh, that's too funny. But okay, so the point is we are obviously getting better. And, And I check North America vaccine numbers all the time. So I know President Biden has hoped that by the end of the month, you're going to be at 70% of people, I think with one vaccine, but not fully vaccinated. So I think the numbers right now are about 62 America uh, vaccines and about 40 fully vaccinated. Whereas we're similar in Canada as of today, about 60, 62% with one vaccine. The only thing is we're only at about six, 7% fully vaccinated. You guys are doing the, everyone gets the first one and then the delay between shots is longer, right? And then everyone comes back around for the second one. Is that right? The mindset was... Better to have one shot than no shots, which I agree. I think they say it's a 70% effectiveness. So yeah, that's great. I think they also, there were studies that like, because mine was a month apart. And I think there were some studies where if you wait longer, the effectiveness is actually better. So who knows, right? You guys may end up better for it. There's a lot of WebMDs out there. That's all I I know, know. right? I know. I trust the science. And the great thing is, as you've probably noticed over the last few months, there have been a lot of tournaments non-IFPA tournaments. Although the UFCP has uh, had a few sanctioned tournaments, I did notice that. We're seeing people do things safely. Uh, There was a big event that a lot of people in your area went to in Raymond Davidson, Keith Elwin, Tom Graff was there, Travis Murray flew up for it, Luke Nahorniak, it was in Wisconsin at District 82, a big match play event. Everyone was wearing masks inside. It looks like the games were even spread apart and there was no food inside. And I, I, I probably said this before and I'll say it again. I just really commend what they did there because a lot of those people had two vaccines, but they still were practicing the safe social distancing. And I thought that was brilliant. And I thought that's how pinball can work. And I don't know if that was a sign for maybe the country directors, the state directors that, yeah, we could possibly do this. Yeah, I mean, every every rep was free to to vote their conscience. However, whatever moved them from no to yes was kind of on them or on their player community, you know, getting involved with them, lobbying for a vote one way or the other. But it's clear that events were starting back up and, you know, the numbers here at least continued to decline. So I know my wife just sent me, you know, we sent our kids back to school and that was a very stressful moment because we were keeping them remote for so long. And we had like positive tests per 100,000 were for our zip code were like 300, 400, 500 positive tests. And she actually sent me a text this morning that the rolling seven day average for positive tests out of 100,000 was eight. And I was like, eight? I'm like, eight? Not 8%, eight people. Eight people. That's great. It's great, man. It's great. I was talking to your brother, in fact, and he was mentioning about Benson and when he can get a vaccine, because obviously the vaccines are for certain age groups. And I think in the fall, he's eligible. They are testing, I think, 12 and under. Yeah. Yeah. Under 12 or 12 and under, they're testing right now. And and it sounds like they're saying, you know, August, September for that. So all three of my kids fall in that 
range along with Benson. So Okay, so I wasn't sure if Colin and Charlotte were um no, Colin's, Colin's nine and also insanely afraid of getting the vaccine, so that'll be an interesting fight. Charlotte wakes up every day asking if she can get it today. <laughs> She's ready. She's ready to go. My two oldest boys got theirs last week. My youngest gets his this week, so Awesome man. It's great. It's I mean the five G, let me just tell you. The 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 chip, you don't even feel it. I'm proud to uh, to say I'd never even had to take a COVID test, let alone, you know, did I catch it. So I feel pretty – it was worth it, worth spending an inordinate amount of time with my family over the last 14 months cooped up in our house. We uh, we made the best of it, man. It was cool. It was cool. I miss them. I'm back in the – this is my second week back in the office now. Oh, wow. You're at Roth Hills right now. I am. Yeah, June 1st, we reopened the office. And you're on a phone on a podcast. Well done. Wait about a- the, right, I'm right back where I started, back at work, talking about pinball. Oh, hold on. I think that's Eugene knocking on the door. Hold on. <laughs> right. I just wait, man. I, I, wait for us to be, to be interrupted at any moment in time. Wait a second. What was the dog barking there? What are you <laughs> testing out at, at Roth Hills? <laughs> yeah, man. It's weird. It's weird. No, I, I don't even know what my office looks like anymore. It's been uh, 17 months, let alone a barber. Yeah, 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 the hair, we get it. But uh, no, it's exciting to see things come back. And I can only imagine, other than my phone call, you've had a few, and people are asking a lot of questions. I noticed on ifpapinball.com, you mentioned that there are some cancellations. Do you want to explain what's happening there? No, I want you to explain it so that way I know that it has been communicated well enough that you understand it. This is Josh's idiot proof. If I can understand it. it. That's right. So if I read it verbatim, it sounds like I know what I'm talking about. The 2021 qualifying seasons that would have had finals in 2022, some of those championship series have been canceled. The IFPA North American Championship Series, which if we remember in January, that third week, everybody gets together for their state or provincial, or I guess country yep. finals, and then yep. they gather, well, they, not state and provincial, and then they would gather for the NACS, which usually piggybacked with the Women's North American Championship Series that happened at the same time. Those are now canceled. The European Championship Series, was that also done? And I'm asking because I don't know this. Was that also done in January too, the qualifying? Yes, I think. Did they, I, I can't remember if because I know we just snuck in the women's world championship and nationals, right? You know, I mean, we were all getting COVID in Denver together. So every country championship is canceled with that would have had finals in 2022. A lot of people are wondering where's that dollar going, but you've answered that question too. Thank God. All money that let's say was collected between January and March, whatever it was in 2020 plus April 1st and the rest of the year, those dollars are going to be added to 2022. What a cash cow it's going to be in 2023. It's going to be a big pot, man. A big pot. Let's just be honest. The number of tournaments you're going to see in August, poor Adam Becker. I can only imagine how many people are like, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing we're doing flip frenzies every day. For- <laughs> I know. That's my, my biggest fear is when sometime early July where he's like, you know what, man? It's been a fun 14 months not having to do all this stuff. I'm done. I'm out. Well, poor Becker. He won't even... I don't even know if he's going to be participating in some of these events. I guess he will, but we were supposed to have our CNE PC, which is a big, big Canadian event. In fact, probably on track to be part of the Stern Pro Circuit in the next few years. It's that big of an event. And that has been canceled because the CNE, the Canadian National Exhibition, has been canceled. So even if that was going on, I know Becker was, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not comfortable with that yet. And 
he's not alone. There are going to be some people that I'm just not ready, especially in mass gatherings. What is the responsibility of hosts, tournament directors? What are they allowed to do? What are they not allowed to do as far as putting people at ease? Read more in the post. I read it. I want you to say, I know all the answers. I'm. This, this is how a podcast works. Not everyone knows this. So I pass it along. So take a look and be like, if I'm understanding this correctly. Oh, I'm asking the wrong way? Well, yeah. I, this is, this is again, idiot-proof test to make sure that, that what we've posted makes sense. And if it doesn't, I can update it right now. Before Excuse me. There aren't that many idiots that listen to Pinball Profile. Those, I can name a few podcasts. Final yeah. Round being one of them, by the way, uh, where, <laughs> where the idiots collect. No, no, no. We have an intelligent group here that dumb it down for when you come on. But I'm just trying to explain <laughs> things. I'm looking for some sort of comfort zone for, I know I'm participating in three leagues. I already have heard from other hosts that say, I'm not ready yet. You know, I, I maybe have some preconditions. I haven't had both vaccines, this and that. Things like, for example, when you host a league night, a lot of people will come over and obviously there's a capacity to that. And usually there's like food and drink and those kind of things. Yep. Hosts have said, we're not doing food and drink. And, and I think of what I saw again at District 82, they had this long tournament, but they had a food truck outside. No one was eating inside, so the masks stayed on. There's ways around it. So again, what can hosts and TDs do? The simple answer is hosts and TDs can do whatever they want to make for a comfortable environment for themselves and the players participating. Okay. How's that? It's good. You're normally more yappy, but that's fine. Don't think I didn't notice, by the way, your last refresh of the stats where certain people changed positions. Don't think I didn't notice that. What do you mean? Oh, what? don't pretend you don't know. Sir, oh, I, I don't, man. Oh. Is there another? I know when you uh, you posted the picture when you passed me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Hold on. Did I, did I bubble back up? By one spot! No way. Hold on. I got to check this out. Where, how, far, how far do I have to scroll 47 back and 48. <laughs> oh that's awesome i thought you figured out the date i thought you were okay when can i pass teolus when can i get past not even a whopper look at that man that's awesome no it's gross i need to clip that and then just put the time is now <laughs> <laughs> what drives me nuts is you're ahead of me because of something that i did what's that the pinball profile world tour you finished in the top four and that now counts for you and i was like oh if i didn't oh, do the the expo one or whatever that i played at yeah, jack dangers yeah that's funny no it's sad i shouldn't have done it <laughs> oh well uh, hey this is exciting and again oh we got our first we got our first calendar submission there we go as we speak as we let speak. me guess is it wisconsin or germany it's not it's texas Zanzibral, Kentucky, Louisville, 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 Louisville. You have to say it like you're throwing away three That's or right. four of the letters. Louisville. That's exciting. So we have our, where is it? So people, we might as well, right, we, we might as well share it. Yeah. It's uh, the Zanzibral Thursday night event. It looks like August 19th, September 23rd. Ignore my work phone ringing. I'm not going to take it. Uh, October 21st. What is that? October 20th. It's like the third Thursday of the month. October? Yeah. Well, they submitted the rest of the year. Oh. It's the third Thursday of every month. Congratulations. Match play qualifying. Dude, it's been a long time since I've reviewed one. I don't even know. Is this, is this acceptable? I don't even know. I haven't reviewed a submission in forever. I have no idea. Do what you always do. Pass the buck to Becker. 
that, right. Either that or I just start hitting automatically approved to everything, and then that's the best way through the backlog. The UFCP doesn't do it like this, I'll tell you that. And, and nor do <laughs> Vipers in Victoria. Uh... Less than a month ago, you not canceled but postponed the World Championships, IFPA 17, which was scheduled for November at the Pinball Asylum. Right. Yeah, I don't even. I don't think we, the public announcement was was included in today's announcement, but the players knew. The players knew. Oh, I blocked it somewhere. Sense. Did you? I think I did on final. Well, I wasn't told not to say anything. No, no, no. It was fine. It was fine. Did everything. I mean, I'm actually surprised that this August first date did. I, I, I guess I was surprised that the plans that we had passed along to the reps didn't make it out as publicly as it did. So. So you had a couple of guidelines. Some you can say, some you can't say. But can you give us kind of the general idea of how this came about? You mentioned that they had to vote on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that. So we, uh, you know, my process was looking at the global IFPA player base. Regardless of where they came from on planet Earth, when can we get to a point where 50% of the players that we have in our system are in an area that has been deemed okay to sanction? And before we hit 50%, I honestly had not given too many thoughts about, like, when are things going to happen? What are the plans? It's like, you know what? Before it's 50%, let's just focus on continuing to, like, kill as few people as possible for all this. And we'll figure out the, the logistics of this competitive pinball thing, which is far less important in life later. So we passed 50%, and my next step was to, like, analyze, like, where did that 50% come from? And... It's like, oh, look, it's the U.S. and Australia and New Zealand. So for me, you, you know, and bouncing, com- having conversations with, with the reps, especially the international ones, it was important to see, like, where is everyone? Is it there a no today, but where are their yeses looking? And for me, you know, 50% based on how the 50% looked, 50% was not enough for me to green light it. So the 50% became 60%. And again, there was, what does this 60% look like? And where, as we pick a date, like where really the most important thing is, where are we going to be by the time August 1st rolls around? And we're in a spot where I feel comfortable enough that enough people around the world can play and events can be held that whoever is in a place where it can't safely may lose a little bit of time and may fall a little bit behind. But that's where the fact that we canceled all the championships for this season, I didn't want there to be a huge amount of pressure on people to get out there and play like nuts because they they had a cut line that they had to make, myself included. If I needed to make a cut line for Germany by the end of this year, I might put myself in a situation where I'm playing in events that I'm not comfortable actually playing in, and that sucks. You want a full year of at least a fair opportunity, and and now you've got a yeah. full year plus a few months. So this is you got it. And I didn't want anyone chasing state or provincial cut line. I mean, when we I got emails from people about it that are like, I really don't want to play, but I will because I don't want to miss out. And it's like, damn, like I don't want to put people in that position where where they feel like they have to go or they're going to miss out. And they're they're having an inner dialogue with themselves about pushing them into an uncomfortable zone. So that's where all of the, hey, we're bringing Whoppers back, but we're removing all of like the tangible benefits of Whoppers right now, besides just the glory of being ranked in the world somewhere. Good point. It felt like a good compromise to me. You know, this kills me to say this. 
I think it's a great idea. I think you've done really well here. It's it, you, you have no idea how much I have to hard, admit man. that. It was hard. But not just today and not just with this decision with all the state, provincial and country directors, but over the last several months, you made the right decision to do this and really keep people safe. That would be the biggest nightmare that, oh my goodness, X amount of people got sick from this pinball event. And it is public knowledge. We're not certainly naming any names, but there was a scare at the last major IFPA event where some people, in fact, had COVID. Yeah, we had to put an email out to, to the participants, you know, whatever, however many days it was after we got back from Denver. And so not, yeah, I mean, that was a horrible email to write. Mm-hmm. And back then, nobody had any idea, you know, how bad things were going to get. But man. But that probably solidified why you made the decisions you did that were shutting it down. It's certainly, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I think, you know, you fast forward like a month or two back into like the summer of last year, and it's like multiple times. I think Zach and I were both, I can't believe we did Denver. Like, what were we thinking? You know, it's like we, we couldn't believe we did it. Okay, so I went to Australia in January and February of 2020, and people were saying to me, I can't believe you're going to go because of the fires. Well, the fires <laughs> went out. But then as we were flying into, I think our stop-off was in Taiwan, which is 200 miles from the epicenter of COVID. So that was when we got off and we're like, wow, everyone's wearing masks. We should probably get some. And then, (laughs) and we did. And flying back, now you're just hearing more and more and more. And you're like, holy cow, we really have to get masks. In Sydney, which was our last stop, we went to several pharmacies drugstores to try to get masks and there were zero we just finally got lucky and asked somebody we're trying to buy masks we're about to fly in a couple days oh we have them behind the counter because they're being gobbled up yeah can we buy one or two please yeah we ordered some from our uh our one of the vendors that we work with that's out in china we were able to get like a pallet of masks sent to raw thrills that like we were able to give all the employees some number of them it was nuts man that and toilet paper yeah, toilet paper certainly was uh, was key, and yeah. I've been to very few places in the last few months. I'm looking forward to going to many places. Uh, our borders are still closed, and again, that's one thing, too, about the cancellation of the North American Championships and, and uh, really the postponement of the IFPA 18, if you will, to 2023, is that there isn't a pressure because I look at some of the things on the calendar, things I want to go to. Kleepin is the first one I can think of. Actually, before that, Pinball at the Zoo in Michigan. So those are two that are really drivable for me. But right now, we don't have the border open. So I'm like, oh, I guess I might not be able to go to that. But things may change. And I think that's one of the reasons why you put things off till August 1st. A couple of reasons. One is you keep seeing the numbers change. So by August 1st, Whatever the number is right now, 62% voting yes will be much higher. Plus, also, you still wanted to institute the original IFPA sanctioning events where you had to submit 30 days in advance, correct? It it certainly helps with that because our original announcement was we were going to waive the 30-day rule to start because we didn't know we didn't know how things were going to line up with the advance notice. And there's plenty of events that are on the that are on not on our calendar because our calendar is not available but in it's in the world calendar like i know that allentown is the end of july and if we deemed on july 15th that we would be sanctioning immediately it would be unfair for that event to not be counted because it would be our fault that they missed the 30 days notice so 
this allows it to be super clean. It allows everyone, you know, it allows Becker to enjoy his backlog of results and, and have time to get through all of that. Yeah, man, just start like learning how to ride a bike again. I need to know how to log into the admin side of the website. It's been so long. Hey, Coke, there's Pepsi, all right? Uh, the UFCP has Allentown covered, so you're okay. That's right. We'll see if they, uh, well, I guess they can't submit that event for sanctioning, but we'll see if uh, if those events will pay $2, right? Because I think their sanctioning is also a dollar per player. Oh, I don't know. I have no it idea. Is. It is, yeah. But the point $2 is... $2 per player now, <laughs> if you want both. Hey, We've seen prices go up in everything else. That's right, man. Gallon of milk isn't what it used to be. Are you staying at $1 for a while or what's going on there? Yeah, nothing. nothing's changing. Okay. Nothing's changing. I know you're already working on next year's April 1st email. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is, this is exciting. I, I don't know what kind of feedback you've had in a short amount of time, but... Um, I don't know. I've been on the phone with you since... Uh, <laughs> since the announcement? <laughs> I, between your missed phone calls and everything else, I have not even viewed our little Facebook group chat to see. I'm sure there's questions on there that I have not answered yet. But I'll pull it up right now. Here, I'll read some of our little chats here. Well, people who submitted... Did I just the- hear the hotel uh, at Pinball Expo just, just <laughs> fully booked? That's one of them. That's awesome. I live five minutes from there, so that's wonderful. Yeah, I, I know where you live. I'll be knocking on the door. Well, people who submitted during the IFPA closure have to resubmit. Like, if Trent submitted... Yeah, I don't even know the answer to that, Ray. I don't. Okay, that's a good example. I help run two leagues, and we had set dates, and of course, they were all in 2020. So the league nights were, let's say, January through May, with our championship was going to be in June. So now, I guess we have to resubmit. So I would log into your tournament manager account. Like, some people changed their date to, like, 2027 or something, just so the entry was there. Some people deleted their entry altogether. If you log into your tournament manager account, you'll see what's active. And if it's active and you just need a date change, then you can just email us and we'll update the date. If it's not there, then you have to resubmit. Okay, gotcha. I've been getting a bunch of emails too. This is from Derek who helps Gabe with Pintastic. You Canucks need to get vaccinated to get some more Whoppers. (laughs) (laughs) We're working on it. The only way we can cross the border is apparently if we're with the Montreal Canadiens. They're right. now- I was going to say, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not, man. You can't get in, right? We can't. Well, we can't. I think we can fly in. Yes, yes, we can get in. We can fly in. It's just coming back, we have to be in quarantine for, I don't is know. Is it the Australia rule where they put you in a hotel for $3,000 a night for seven days or something? The cost is about $3,000 for whatever, how many nights no it is. Yeah. kidding. Yeah, I know. But, you know, those Whoppers are pretty darn attractive, especially after 16 months, I tell you. Uh, McCulloch's got the budget. He's coming back. Oh, no, I guess he lives on this side, too. Ed Robertson needs to get into it, so he can uh, he can afford that. Come down and get some Whoppers. This is exciting. I know it's been a long time coming. Were there any thoughts over the last 16, 17 months of, okay, maybe we have to rethink the wheel? Maybe, you know, or what happens if we go back to zero? I know I'd asked you that before, but what happens if all these Whoppers decay? You had mentioned to me that there was a slight possibility of thinking about, instead of the last three years, the last four years. Sure. I mean, we also could have, I mean, for better or worse, the decision to decay or to freeze the decay or not. Like, I could have probably pushed Shepard harder on Hey man, we got to freeze this thing. You know, if we're if we're another year from now or whatever, but I assumed that we were going to be back soon enough that it'll all work itself out. And hey man, 
me sitting in whatever. What are we? Forty seventh, forty eighth. Yeah, I don't know who's who. Darn it. I gotta get my ass qualified for Germany, man. So I don't mind having the system push me to play, knowing that I have whatever four months this year, like sixteen months to qualify. You know what's interesting though? Some of the big, big, big tournaments are going to be just worth so much. There isn't Pinburg anymore. There likely won't be Papa next year, but Indisc, the IFPA Open, the European Championships, those are big, what they call opportunities. And my goodness, are they going to be huge for a lot of the top players? Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's going to be interesting that. I might go to my local monthlies because if I win, I think it'll it'll be it'll reach my card. I got I'm starting from the uh, I haven't plateaued yet. I have to re plateau. So there's some there's some fun there to be had, and I think that was also a part of you know letting things decay is that for a lot of people they were up against their whatever version of their plateau that they had that that there wasn't the hey I played and I went up I played and I went up I played and I went up anyone that hit a wall this kind of allowed them to drift back down a little bit and now they can get back out there and play and see success let me leave you with one possible nightmare because that's what I like to do with you sure between August and say October we're going to have some tournaments and because the decay has really shrunk the field in the top players had a thousand whopper points now it's not that. Yeah, it compressed everyone. Everyone's at about maybe 80%, maybe 60% of what they once were. So there's a lot bunched together. So these tournaments in August, September, October, might propel several players up and down into the top 1,000, therefore qualifying for the Stern Rewards Program. Yeah, man. So what happens there if somebody who was under, let's say they're 1,600, they play one tournament, oh my goodness, I'm at 995. Did they qualify? Or conversely, Absolutely. okay, today, as we have the decay, I'm 995, first tournament, holy cow, I dropped down to 1,200. How does it work? So anyone that was in the top 1,000 enjoyed an extra free year anyway during this hiatus. So for anyone that has fallen out, I, I feel like we've already serviced those people. So get back out there and play yourself back in. Well, this is really good because I know a lot of the arcades are opening up and we have to save location pinball. And I know that uh, the IFPA and Stern and so many of the other companies have been big in helping that. And again, it's getting us back to quote unquote normal. And hopefully we see these arcades flourish once again, not just for pinball, but for you, for raw thrills and everything yeah, else. Yeah, man. So congratulations. This is a big day. This is uh, This is exciting. This is the pinball version of... That day you got your first vaccine, you're like, all right, you know. There is something to not realizing how much you miss something until it's truly gone. So I'm anxious to, you know, when I was watching the stream of uh, of the District 82 stuff, like, man, I wanted to be in those matches so bad. I miss I miss those moments. And I, I sure as heck won't be taking it for granted when I'm back out there. And as Amanda reminds me, ditching my family again for pinball, which I have not done in quite some time. I'm reading between the lines, Josh. What I'm hearing is you miss me. I, I, I do. Where are you going next, Jeff? Where are we going to meet up, man? I think I'm going to, I'm going to go a little crazy. Maybe go to Costco. Look out <laughs> All right. party time. Maybe get some more of that toilet paper while we're still in lockdown. I have no idea. Hey, I'm, I'm open to come to Expo. That'll be great. New location. Yeah. That's probably my first one. I just have to learn a bunch of Stern games between now and then that I have not touched in over a year. Yeah, there are several, but uh, 
We shall see, and, and especially that tournament too, the Expo tournament, where it is all basically all new games, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Josh. Uh, congratulations. A big day. Thanks, man. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all subscriptions, past episodes, and more. We also have a Facebook group. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. Emails pinballprofile at gmail.com as Josh types in the background. Ah, it wasn't real typing. It was fake typing. <laughs> I fake typed earlier and I actually stopped the recording, so I don't know how that's going to oh, sound in the edit. <laughs> I'm Jeff Teolis. My wife won't let me play. I'll never win a major. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot.